You guys hear me all right? Yay! Well, you get not one, but you get two David Roth. David, yeah. David's Roth. We took the train over with the cutout. <laughs> Did! Me and Jasper, just a few stops on the F. Uh, it was pretty sick. I was basically waiting for the head to get kicked off or knocked off, and the entire experience was like a guy on a scooter delivering groceries almost, like, like two guys moving a pane of glass across the street in an action movie, except for it's this. There were Showtime guys on the train. Like, this was almost breakdanced to death. <laughs> and yet here we are. I, uh, I was in the elevator last night at the hotel, and there was something in my shoe. Like, there was some shit in my shoe. I was like, oh, I have to get this out. And there were two people in the elevator. And I was like, and I, I didn't give a fuck. I, I didn't give enough of a fuck. I took, took my your shoe, shoe off. off? With these two people, you were in, in an elevator showing feet. Yeah, I took. I didn't take the sock off, but I took it off. And I was just like, there's still people I was like, here, Let me dude. Get the <laughs> piece of paper out, and I was like, oh, it might be in my sock, but I didn't take the sock. Good. Off. <laughs> that was my restraint. And then the other time, I'm in a hotel that, um, like, there's another lobby on the 14th floor because it's, I don't know, it's like a fancy hotel, whatever. Fuck. And uh, and so I was hitting the lobby button when I first went. And I kept going up, and there was a dude in the, uh, and I didn't understand like why I was going up. And there was a dude who was in the elevator too, and I was like, like I was punching it, and I was, and like it was going up instead of down. And I was like, motherfucker, you believe this shit? And this guy, for all I know, he couldn't, like, he may not have spoken English, right? He was just a guy like visiting New York, mm. and he's seen this aggro shithead, like, <laughs> like who wants to really go down to a lobby and doesn't understand there's a lobby up. And I'm like, and I'm like, well, the, the button shouldn't say lobby. If it's, if it's going, all lobbies should be down. Should be, and the sky should say sky lobby. Am I right? Yeah. 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 It's great that this guy got an only in New York experience with a man who's literally going to be in New York city for 36 <laughs> <Right>. hours. <laughs> hey, we have a guest. You guys want to welcome a guest. Do that. Our guest is the one and only Kelsey McKinney. Join us. Wow. In- Hello, Kelsey. Hey. Hey. Hi, Kelsey. Hello, Drew. Hello, Roth. How's it going? Oh, you know. What are, what are you doing here? I'm, I'm just here to see you. Oh, nice. Came Thank all you this for way. Out. Yeah. So now we have, and do you have any questions for the cutout? <laughs> uh, yeah. Gross gas, Roth. Um, how did it feel to see Showtime? It was incredible. It was just really exciting. The athleticism alone. <laughs> I kept thinking, I mean, obviously, like, if you've been on a train where the people are, are doing the Showtime thing, like, you do think about getting kicked. I've never seen it happen. In this case, this is such an obvious and appealing target for that. Like, I was like, this could be the moment. Like, I've lived here for 21 years. And I've never seen it happen. But like, this great... could be the head that gets kicked off. On it a would... scale of 1 to 10, how much do you want the head to be The most. Off? The most. <laughs> Kelsey came up with the idea, too, of, like... If that had happened of just hideously attaching it with tape so that it was lolling at an unnatural angle during the show. which should, So if you get bored, just imagine that that's happening. Should we have audience members see if they can punch the head off of yes. the out tonight? Yes. <laughs> Would anyone here like to try to do that? <laughs> Anybody? Yeah, oh, sure. oh, there is a hand. Who wants to All right, wait. hit the... Sir, before I give you a chance to do it, I just want to say for the people listening at home, there are three of us uh, here at Caveat, but then David Roth also has a cutout of himself giving the thumbs up in his Ford jersey shirt uh, next to the canister that says gross gas, which we have on a t-shirt. Uh, it's one of the most famous images. You really turned uh, this into a fucking merch plug. <laughs> that is so wild. <laughs> Good man. Always be closing. So now, s- sir, did you want to come up and try to punch David Roth's head off? Or right, me. Come on, come on, come on, come on up. Let's give it a shot. <laughs> Sir, what is your name? Ryan is going to try to punch the head off of the David Roth cut. Now, do you want me to, so, to hold it? Can I, I think give you, you should hold it. I don't want to actually hit you in the head. Ryan, no, no, no. Can I, I give think you, it's right, going to fall You know what? I, someone should hold it. Otherwise, the whole thing's going to fall. This is going to wind up with my actual oh, head being it. punched off. He's got it. All right. Yeah. You got, Let's okay, see it. Okay. So I'm going to give you a drum As if you were punching me in real life. And you're going to try to punch the head off, okay? I'm going to pretend it's one of my seventh graders. Here we go. You get one shot. Pretty good. Oh my, your head, you have no head. Oh my goodness. Wow. Look at that. 
Well, we did it. Fantastic. Do you feel better? I, I mean, I don't. I don't feel any physical pain. If that's what you're asking. <laughs> like, it's like, like, a, the cutout actually had voodoo. Yeah, it was like like a Tomax and Zaymod situation. It would have been like, really oh, upsetting. Yeah. Ah, oh, my life force is within yeah. it. Oh. That said, if this keeps it from going back to the office, we had Jasper asked if we it's, we're going to plant. The plan is to leave it um, in the green room. Now that it's dead, maybe we can just recycle it. I think. Uh, but I, I was. On, I heard him on the phone talking, talking to the the nice people at Caveat and being like. Is can we leave a thing in the green room? And he was like, very clearly, like, like they were like, well, what is it? What do you want? And he's like, well, it's a large. <laughs> For those of you, at it's home, a pretty Drew large cutout. The Thank you, cut Drew. Out. Wow. <laughs> What's good is that now back, it has this back. It has the same realistic neck folds that I do now. <laughs> we did it. I had. That. I felt like I. I sometimes look in the mirror and like I can see like. Like there's like a little jowl, like mm-hmm. like a little baby jowl yeah. zygote, and that I'm I'm worried about that. Yeah, I mean it, it happens. I think you're you're a healthy guy though. Look at you exercise. <laughs> Am I? I don't I know. Brain damage. Yeah, but <laughs> there's a fucking robot on my ear. I know, but I'm not is, that healthy. I read the book. I mean, I know, but you, <laughs> but you, you come a long brain way. Damage? Yeah, I, I don't talk about it. <laughs> I really, like I, it's something. I, I it's really it makes me uncomfortable to talk about. Oh, I really okay. don't mention I'm so sorry. it. Sorry, uh, Kelsey. You are a Texas fan, so I wanted to ask you, in the, mm. in the spirit of being topical, um, Brian Kelly went to LSU a week ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lincoln Riley went to USC. Let me ask you, as a Texas fan, and I swear I'm not asking this to be derisive, what is it about <laughs> He's Texas? He's doing it for torture. Why, yeah. why has Texas not been able to buy themselves a competent coach and they end up with, like, Sark? The thing is, I would love to know. The okay. answer to this question, um, considering I didn't, I a lot of money goes there for tuition, right? And um, the football team is supposed to be good theoretically, right? And yet they literally never are. Ever since I went there, so it's possible that I'm um, the curse that killed them. <laughs> or, or you were the uh, you were the reason they won. They're like, oh, we have to, we have to really. We have to win for this this random English major. We don't know. It's yeah. like as soon as you enrolled, they're just like, all right, fine. They're like, the no more. Yeah, yep. no. She, this girl, she can't have a winning. Team. Like, we need somebody <laughs> we need is to there, make sure she's miserable. Is there a guy named Clash McCoy that could play yeah, quarterback like, for us? Does Clash McCoy have a second cousin we could put yeah. in? Maybe that could be cool. We could have fun. It is important that all Texas quarterbacks, like their first name be some variant of a horse. So it's always yeah. like Stallion Jacob. Okay, yeah. but this is why I was so mad about Stetson Bennett. Yeah. I was like, you had a kid Stetson named Bennett, the Stetson fourth. Bennett the fourth, and you couldn't recruit him to Texas? Yep. Like, like, come on. Well, I do declare. <laughs> the guy's name is basically Dallas Houston, and they were like, nah, we're good. They were like, I don't know. I think, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would be, it'd be great if Stetson Bennett could wear like a 10-gallon white I was gonna say, like, on top of his helmet while he's playing. Yep. They, <laughs> so they give the football team like Western gear. So I'm like, do they? Off, oh, well, I mean, they don't give it to them, right? It just magically appears. But do you get, like, free chaps, like, when you join? I don't think chaps, but... <laughs> <laughs> it'd be funny if they're, like, chaps hanging in your locker in the complex. Like, now you're a cowboy for real. <laughs> that, yeah, that's something they could do. Or, like, a really <laughs> opaque and upsetting motivational gambit by the coach. He's like, I want all you guys to put these things on. And then I want you to, to step on me and call me a worm. <laughs> and then... <laughs> And then, and then after a this loss, is for, like, this is for football reasons. Yeah. And then after a tough loss, it's like, boys, we're going to bury these chaps yep. in the ground. Right. You're never going to see these yeah, chaps the again. Key. We're moving on. <laughs> you won't see these chaps no more. Uh, we have a very special treat for the crowd. Should we get to the treat for the crowd? I didn't, I didn't know we had it. I thought it was the, the, I thought the, the punch. treat was no, the punch. No, like beating the shit out of out of cardboard you yeah was an unexpected part of our interaction we need to embrace that that, those moments of kismet that's right show business baby that's right we have to take it so um (laughs) so we have a special edition of remembering guys would you like to remember some guys crowd okay who likes guys there's a twist this time we have we're gonna show you some guys you guys have to guess who those guys are when they show up on the screen and all you have to do is shout i don't you know, we're not going to pass the mic around for that. Just, and I will, if you fail, that will be actually better entertainment for the podcast anyway. So if we could get uh, our first guy up on the screen and then we can, we can go back. Okay. Oh, Who is. is that? What guy is that? This is the toughest one, actually. I will give you a hint. It's good to he hear the names once, of some Sixers. He's once charged oh, with assaulting a horse. <laughs> 
The that horse's name was Toby, if that's helpful. No, that is former Sixers him. legend Art Long. Art Long, there everybody. You go. <laughs> yeah. So now we're gonna. I think we're gonna get on. Or I think we're. Yep. They get easier for you after that. I actually, Who's that? I thought it was know Kenny who Thomas. Who is that guy? You know what? I said they were going to get easier, and I was wrong. Well, please don't disappoint my father. Yeah. Who is this man? Think of this. It, no, imagine him did playing he, he, for the, the Buccaneers. He did. Yeah, Cadillac, there you go. There we Cadillac go. <laughs> Sold to the man from the Mets DM. By the way, that, you, you, had a, you had a 50-50 shot of getting that because, well, the Buccaneers, because he was in the same backfield, obviously, as Ronnie Brown. Mm-hmm. Both of them went in the top five. That's yep. a pretty good backfield. Mm-hmm. Who is that guy? It is not Drew Bl- Wait, who said it? It is not Drew Henson. You are close. It is These are the- really hard guys. Yeah. <laughs> it is not Drew Stanton. I, who knows I like more Drew? I'm thinking about yeah. Drews. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry? It's not Bledsoe. It is not Drew Hutchinson, but... Drew Hutchinson is a, is a Blue Jay. The last name is correct, is, but his first name Chad is... Chad Hutchinson. It's Chad Hutchinson. Yes. Oh, all right. That is correct. Which, all right, wow. I... So, I had some uh, opportunity to look at the list of guys before we did this, and I was really hoping that you were going to be like, Chad Hutchinson is not something that you would ask a normal person to shout yeah. in a venue. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, that's, that's sort of, that's what makes Yeah, I understand. It, you know, I, I want peop- we want people to, you know, realize that they're coming to not just any old live podcast. Right, featuring, coming to something featuring riffage. Very about, strange yeah. and, yeah. and They're going to have to randomly shout out Chad Hutchinson when they want Fair, all right, well. Now you know what you've paid for. Who's that guy? <laughs> so, well, who is did Bob Nightingale? Take this picture. What is? So, did someone take this we'll on a you, razor? We'll tell I'll tell you who this is. This is uh, this is former Georgia quarterback Eric Zire. So, this photo is <laughs> taken, taken from what? the, the realtors photo, he works for now. So, this photo is taken from uh, the place where he works now, which I believe is some realtor. In yeah, Bethlehem. I was going to say, like, it has Chad Hutchinson. <laughs> so, all these guys, they end up like having like actual desk jobs but it's always like it's always very front facing like it's always like guys in suits who like like have like they do on golf outings yeah. and shit like that realtors are some of you know no offense of course to any of the realtors here in the audience who are listening at yes, all yes we're sorry to all the realtors some of the most psychotic people <laughs> <laughs> like at the very least that you could have an interaction with online that there's just people like beyond having like weird views that they're just like total like eat what you kill guys but they live 35 minutes outside of nashville mm. and so they're just like just a whole blooming weird worldview yeah. not to say that eric zire a uh, jewish quarterbacking legend is that way he's probably normal i mean he doesn't look terribly no he doesn't i mean he's pretty pixelated but all of them have sort of that nascent like aspiring congressman look to yes them. Yeah, like aspiring bad congressmen. Some become Heath Schuler, others just become realtors <laughs> in like Marietta <laughs> County or whatever. Who's that? What guy is that? <laughs> Julie, yeah, Julie, Julie Fowler. Who's that? What guy is Ron that? Oh, you're so close. <laughs> Matt Flynn. Yes. Did someone say Matt Flint? No, oh, Matt Flynn. A, it's the Matt, Matt Flynn. Flynn. It's the Flinner. One of our favorite, <laughs> one of our favorite gratuitous money making quarterbacks. Yeah, that guy got rich as hell, yeah. and like to get beat out by Russell Wilson. Like he was basically there to get Russell over in training camp. That's right. Yes. <laughs> I respect a scam. So. Yeah, for sure. Like that. Can scam. Yeah, I, I respect any backup quarterback who doesn't play but makes like a hundred million dollars. Yeah. that's like those mm-hmm. are our favorite players. Yep. What guy is that? Who oh is God. that? Oh, wait, who said it? It's, it's Matt, Matt Geiger. Geiger. Yes. That's right. You guys are a bunch of sickos. Yeah. You can't believe you know all these guys. <laughs> Straight to jail. <laughs> Who was a, we have a coworker that was like, I was thinking of Matt Geiger the other day. Was it Chris? <laughs> yeah, right. I think it was Chris. Like he was like he was like trying to remember what his name was, but he definitely like that face was in his head. And then he was like, What was that? The guy's Matt something, right? Like Matt, uh, what was his name? And he's like asking his baby this question. <laughs> she can't even I like speak. His, I like his face there. That's like that's the face I make, like, when the kids steal my charger. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what guy is that? John Williams. That yeah, it is John Hot Rod Yeah, it is Hot Rod Williams. correct. <laughs> what guy is that? Oh, it says it on right there. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize how many I readers, put the picture in the deck. How many readers name, we got here tonight? <laughs> the name Kenyon Martin. Right there. And so we're looking at the sp- old Sports Illustrated cover, and I just want to see, hey, Bud Selig, how about those twins? 
And I don't think anything actually became of those twins. Yeah, those <laughs> twins being like, they were fine. Lou Ford was on the team. I don't know. Why, why are you taunting Bud Selig about this? Right. <laughs> You're probably mad about Marty Cordova, right, Bud? That was. Son that was of a an bitch. Old, I've like, there, that wasn't, or that's like sort of like a current, to me it's a classic local sports writer trope where it's like, it's sort of like an open letter to yeah. the commissioner. Oh, yeah. Like, mm. hey, Rob Manfred, you're really fucking up, buddy. Been a while since I rapped at you. But <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Who are those guys? <laughs> it's a double guy. This time giving it away was, was, was part of the plan. Uh, do you know who those are, Kelsey McKinney? <laughs> why, why, why me? Because their names are right there. I can't read. Oh, 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 yep. oh. Yeah, yeah. That's sad. Right. That's Jeremy Curley, former Jet, and Bilal Powell, former, uh, a former Jet. And clearly they were having a moment remembering Beautiful. all the good Jets times they had together. Doing the jersey, jersey swap after a game that presumably ended 6-5. to five. Like, hey, rem- remember all the awful quarterbacks who overthrew yeah. us? That was great. <laughs> Who's that? that? Someone said Marshall no. Henderson, and that is correct. Yes. And that's our favorite picture of the bunch. We'd love more. Marshall Henderson, I wrote a story on when I was at SB Nation. That's, of course, Roddy. Oh, yeah. It's not your turn right now. It's not important. <laughs> We're making things a little bit easier with Roddy White. And Roddy White was not, he was not on the Super Bowl team. That's correct? No. Mm-hmm. No. All right. Does anyone remember the, the Roddy White tweet about the Matrix? I checked to see if this was, this is in 2011. I pretty much do have it memorized. Um, Please. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember it because I, I saw the, the, you know, the trailer for the new Matrix movie. Looks, looks solid. Um, you know, all of our, our friends are there with their little sunglasses and stuff. And in 2011, uh, Roddy White was watching one of the Matrix sequels. And he was like, I'm watching Matrix, whatever it was called, regurgitations. Uh, <laughs> Neil and Infinity are having sex. It's so intense, I forgot I was watching a movie. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a a great post on its merits. Obviously, no notes. It's like I'm looking through a window at (laughs) But referring to Neo as Neil, (laughs) like like it was Neil Rackers or something. (laughs) Really good stuff. Anyway, we salute Roddy White. I I wonder if Roddy White is like, is sad that he wasn't on the Super Bowl team and didn't get to play in the Super Bowl, or if he's really happy he didn't yeah, have to play in yeah. that Super I feel like Bowl. he dodged a bullet on that. Or does he have the athlete thing where he's like, if I'd like, been if there, I, we won't have yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'd been in there, it wouldn't have gone down like that. <laughs> <laughs> the Mark Wahlberg mindset. <laughs> what guy is that? Anybody remember that guy? I'm sorry? Could you, no, it's not Kajanka. More accomplished than that. More accomplished than that. Also a good guess, uh, post-Cory Dillon. No. Love to hear that name. <laughs> it is Rudy Johnson. Who's it is, yes. Oh, nice. Yeah. Very good. Former, former fantasy back who also, I believe, went to Auburn. So it's, it's a really, yes. it's, yeah. uh, tonight is really a tribute to Kind of the to thinking Auburn. man's Ruben drones. Yeah. In a lot Congratulations of to my parents. What guy is that? That is yes, Bethany, Bethany Hamilton. Hamilton. The legend, of course. And I, I, my son watched the biopic of Bethany Hamilton starring Dennis Quaid. Really? Yeah. So like, you know how like Bruce Willis We'll do any action movie shot in Chechnya that, you know, yeah. that has like a $2 million budget and like he's half of that budget. <laughs> like I think Dennis Quaid is the same way, but for like G-rated movies yeah. that like are mm-hmm. meant to appeal like mainly to broadly Christian audiences, but aren't like like explicitly like. Also anything sports adjacent. Yeah. One of the most perverted uh, podcasting projects, my friends Jeb and Sarah are, they're doing a podcast called Quaid in Full that is just oh, watching no. every Dennis Quaid movie. <laughs> Oh my god! Like they started with like breaking away. They're in season five. I, like I, the last episode of the. I did um, an episode a couple of weeks ago where I watched um, Any Given Sunday again, which I kind of recommend, kind of don't. You can listen to the podcast and hear my thoughts. But like just knowing that it took them like almost two years to get to Any Given Sunday, and they're just now getting into this stage of Dennis Quaid's career is like, very dark. They're brave, so yeah. brave. Yes. Did, so did Any Given Sunday hold up? For you? Kind of. I mean, I liked it. Because I always liked it as batshit insane. Yes, so. it was. So had you, have you seen it? Or yes, you, Once right. Upon a Time. Yeah, so it was the same for me. Like, I saw it when it came to, like, 97 or something. So I probably saw it in theaters because I saw, like, every movie in theaters until I was, like, 25 years old. What I, re- I remembered, you know, weird moments from it. And I was like, all right, well, you don't have a very good memory of it. But, like, you do remember the scene where, like, Lawrence Taylor saws a car in half and, like... <laughs> 
Uh, and like yeah. John McGinley is playing Jim Rome. Like I remember that it was like a very obvious Jim That's Rome. That's right. Yes. So it's of all coming all back, right? <laughs> so, but what I was surprised by, I don't know if it was pleasantly or not, is that my very episodic memory of it, it turns out to have been like almost photographically accurate. The movie just has no connecting tissue. It is only moments. <laughs> and so the bits that I remember as if like just things that happened to me while I had a 103 degree fever, like that's just the movie. Like I remember the movie quite well in that way. Did the Pacino speech in- inspire you? Did it make you want... It did. I mean, it made me want to run through a damn wall. those inches. It's... It's my favorite good bad Pacino performance because it's like he's great. He like delivers the hell out of that speech. No one has ever looked less like a football coach. <laughs> like yeah, he's like wearing like multiple scarves in every scene of that movie. Like he looks he looks like someone who manages a jazz club. <laughs> His posture is also way too good yes. to be a football coach. Yeah. 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 Right. You need a slump a lot. I do feel like, like we gotta like, get that robber. <laughs> <laughs> like he's using his hands like nope. all weird shit. I do think the idea of him like watching like Sean McVay game tape and then coming out with that performance we'd be like I took a lot of influences. Sean <laughs> McVay. <laughs> I remember watching that movie when it came out and like I was just still like an aggro shithead bro and I was like I was like I need a great like a real football movie these other football movies are like for pansies I was like I need and then I watched it I was like yeah that's how it really is I was, <laughs> I was like I'm just fucking scrub that's how it really me. is your coach wears two scarves yeah, but yeah. Like, <laughs> he sits you down he says lads like yeah, I was never even determined enough to take steroids I don't fucking know what it's like <laughs> to be a football player for yeah. real uh, what guy is that this one's hard I believe in especially you. Yeah. Especially because that's an 8-bit photo. Of yeah, I was going to say. We've uh, pre-fried every image for you. So you can that is Sharpornadesh. We all remember Sharpornadesh. I do remember. I definitely do not know what Sharpornadesh looks like. Well, there he is. That's what yeah. he looks like. What guy is that? <laughs> that's that's Ford, TJ right. Ford. <laughs> we had... Yes. We had to include TJ Inventor Ford. of the longs. <laughs> the longs. I, I feel like it'll crazy. be bad. I feel yeah. like it'll come back. Yeah. It's, Caprice? Yeah. They're going to come back. Probably. <laughs> what guy is that? I remember that guy. I'm sorry? It, it is, is Tree Rollins. Rollins. Nice. That is correct. Right. Well, well, that one gets applause. Real sicko right there. I vaguely remember Tree Rollins uh, playing for the Magic and like getting into a really bad fight. Yeah, but, uh, but I can't remember who he. He was. had like a, he had like a totally good career as a player before I was aware of basketball. Him and like Antoine Carr. So like Antoine by the time Carr. I knew them, they were just like nasty old guys that need guys in the nuts, and that was like their job was to do that. <laughs> and like they didn't like that they had to wear shorts because they were like forty five years old. They wanted to be didn't doing Antoine something Carr, else. But didn't he have a nickname? The big dog. He was the big dog. Yes, he was. So Glenn Robinson was the big dog, but he was the big dog before. There the big were dog. different, you know, every era. It's like a like when Antoine Carr retired, the title became vacant, and then Glenn Robinson oh, elevated into the I status see. of. Yeah. Big That's like dog. how like when Shaq retired and Dwight Howard was like, "I'm Superman now." And everyone yeah, was like, fuck off. It's like you're very annoying. <laughs> Please don't talk. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm a line Superman of now. Who is that guy? Earl, who? Oh, Tyrone Wheatley. Yes, you got it correct. I thought yeah. you said Earl Weaver for a moment. No. <laughs> yes, no. That is correct. That is Tyrone Wheatley. I think we're near the, I think we're at the last one. I hope, I th- I'm going to set it up as if it's the last one. And if I'm wrong, I'm just going to embarrass myself and say, well, I got it. It'll be it's great. Just a bonus yes, one. this is not the right, this is not the last one. It's Charlie, Charlie Ward. Charlie Ward, that's right. Are there any Knicks fans in attendance tonight? I'm sorry. Wow, that was, that was far less enthusiastic. <laughs> yeah. Then I would because I usually I, one I feel like, hand up. Yeah, like, Knicks, like Knicks fans, I feel like hate the team. But if you ask them, they're a Knicks fan. Like, Hell yeah! Yeah, like, they're, like, they're like, yes, Bing Bong. Just super fucking pumped to be <laughs> Knicks fans and tell you they're a Knicks fan, but they just fucking hate the team all the time. Yeah, that's our last one. Who's that? There he is, Franco. <laughs> yep. I didn't realize that we were going to get my least favorite Met. <laughs> is really? This is your least favorite Met. Why? He's not my least of least favorite Met. Them? I, he just, I felt very nervous whenever he was pitching, and I never liked his vibe. Like, he seemed like a guy that'd be trying to big-time people at the deli. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's like, it's important that I gotta get, I gotta get these cold cuts. I gotta pitch in a game later today <laughs> for the Mets, by the way. Like, so you would uh, not like allow the, the starting pitcher for the Mets to cut you in line at the deli? I would, al- yeah. I mean, like, this guy's oh. pitching at the end of the game. Like, let me, we all get ham. Oh, you know what fair. I mean? That's a like, great point. <laughs> Is, is he a guy or dude? I was having this argument 
Oh. He's asking if he's a guy or a dude. Someone in the audience is asking. It's a good question. Mm. Uh, I, I'm on the record as not believing in dudes. Yeah. If you're either you're either a random guy or you're like a Hall of Famer, and I don't. Just, I had to yell at Drew so. not to put Rebecca Lobo in here as a guy, and I was like, this is a Hall of Famer. Yeah, yeah like I put Grant Fuhrer, I called him a guy like two weeks ago, and Lauren, Lauren got Tyson your ass for that like, one. Yeah, he's a Hall of Famer, you fucking idiot. Yeah. I mean... And I was like, well, well, he played hockey, so he's very obscure to me. So to answer your question... <laughs> remember this guy Wayne Gretzky? Like, I remember him. <laughs> So I think grudgingly, John Franco's probably a dude. Like, just over... He's a compiler, but he's a dude. Like, that said, he felt... I mean, like, I felt more comfortable when Braden Looper was closing games than when Franco was closing <laughs> games. And some of that's me. Like, I have... I've been open about my mood disorder and general issues. Like, don't take my word for any of this shit, but... Yeah, never was comfortable with Johnny. Kelsey McKay, did you have a least favorite baseball player? Oh, I thought you were going to ask me about my mood disorders. And I was like, <laughs> mm. I'd love to talk about that. You're going to have your own podcast in which to explore that. <laughs> which thing. I will exclusively talk about my mood disorder. I'm going to demand no. that, you, um, that you identify Liverinius Coles from, <laughs> from a, please, from a no. photograph. Um, do I have a least favorite baseball player? Mm. Well, I, n- my new least favorite, mm, it's hard to say. Well, I mean, I have to say, uh, well, like, uh, like in terms of just vibe. I mean, like, Nelson Cruz like, is my least, least favorite baseball player by like probably a mile. Who? Nelson Cruz. Really? Yeah, because oh, he really? dropped a pitch or dropped a fly ball. Oh, yeah. All right. In what was that? The World Series, yes, wasn't it? Uh, World Series game five when I was still a Rangers fan. And that I hold a grudge. You know? All right. So, all right. I he like shouldn't that. have been probably playing him. the field. I think everybody knows that. But yeah, well, because also there we've are... already been over how no one in Texas can hire anyone to manage any team. It's true. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or, or, or really anything in general. Yeah, it's not a bad point. So That's right. It's fair. <laughs> Let's take a break. Uh, we have to take a break for the podcast. Take a break. For, yes, I'm, I'm actually, I'm going to go watch a movie and then I'll be back in two hours. <laughs> yes. Or we'll take a break and then we're going to take questions from you, the audience. Do you guys like to ask us some fun bad questions? <laughs> <laughs> We're back. We're back. <laughs> there it is. The break is over. We're time to take questions from you people <laughs> in the audience. Uh, Luis is here. So we actually have a, a stream question that fits oh. into what you were just talking about. Oh, all right. All right. This one is question. specifically for David Roth. Roth, who oh, are great. your top five least favorite Mets? Let's go. Wow. wow. Drag them. We really got into it. Yeah. I mean, Jeff, Jeff can't. Actually, yeah, I'll do some. Let's do some crowd work. <laughs> Like, is that how, don't is that how your st- eyes off the crowd. Is that how pro comics <laughs> usually do it? Like, do you guys want to do some crowd work? You want to <laughs> shout some names at me? Jeff Kent's Rob, actually here tonight. Jeff hey! <laughs> Real yeah. quick, I just want to say that was from Kyle Teachman. I don't want to not credit the right. correct people. Thank, Thank you, Kyle. You. Uh, Jeff Kent, for sure, a, a non-favorite Met. Mike Hampton, very much a non-favorite Met. Oh. Uh, I mean, he had his moments, but it's just like, his big thing where he like left the team and he's like, I don't like the schools. Like I like what's going on. <laughs> like I want to go to Colorado for the schools. And like Colorado, I mean, whatever Tom Lee's from there, there's like plenty to recommend about it. <laughs> but I took that. I took it personally. I was like, the Mets just give you like 60 million. You can send your kids to any school you want. Like what you mean is that you don't like being in a place where it's this easy to get Italian specialties. That's how I read it. Mm. It was as an anti-Italian statement. Uh, what other? I mean, like, there's a three other US. long list of closers uh, that made me upset. Never, never did care for uh, Braden Looper. Kyle Farnsworth. I guess it wasn't really his fault how things ended. It's just oh. kind of speaking of uh, getting your head kicked off. That's a guy who I'm for sure. Like, that's actually honestly how I think I'm going to die is that Kyle Farnsworth is going to kick me to death. He's going to find point. you. Or just, just that we would have an encounter at like a Publix in Georgia and he wouldn't like my vibe or whatever. <laughs> you know? Like, I got to buy a key line by and just kicks it into your <laughs> yeah, face. Right. And your head comes off too. You'd be like, <laughs> hmm. we're not supporting the police. And I'd be like, how did you know? <laughs> you mention anything. You're the uh, guy who does that podcast, aren't you? Yeah. With the cutout and everything. I've written about it. And Kyle reads, famously reads every blog <laughs> I do. You, uh, you need uh, one more. One more bad Met. Anyone help me out? Yeah, oh. I loved Backman. I was a kid. Well, all those guys, all those like absolute like booger eating cokehead dirt bags from that team <laughs> were like. I admired every one of those men as much as I admired my dad for like the first 10 years of my life. That's beautiful. Uh, oh, yeah, Vince sucked. Bad vibes. <laughs> Terrible Met. 
Yeah, Saberhagen, I always I felt like he got like a raw. Was, well, uh, whatever. He was annoying too. Actually, was Vince attacked by a tarp? He was, was a Met yeah. or a Cardinal? It was a Cardinal, I believe. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah, his main thing with the Mets was like signing with the team, instantly becoming bad at baseball in a way that he would never recover from, which is a kind of a trademark yeah, Met free agent move. But then also, like, he was a part. Justin, you can help me out on this. <laughs> he was part of the like bleach. It's like spraying bleach into the crowd out of a super soaker oh, thing, right? Yeah. Through a firecracker. firecracker. Two separate incidents. Fans did were really, injured really in both. A super soaker with Clorox. And Saberhagen did the super soaker. I thought they were like all together. I thought it was like a coordinated. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good book. Let me ask both of you a question off of that. Do you tend to get madder at the players who fuck up on your favorite team or the administrators in charge of that team? So that means coaches and like the GM. Go first. Oh, okay. Um, I usually try to be mad at management at all times, but, if possible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there so it is. So generally, I blame the coach. The only thing I really cannot fucking stand is if a ball goes through your hands. So, like, <laughs> if it goes between your legs, if you're in the end zone and it just bonks you right in the face, that's on you. And I will blame you for so that. You really want to get mad at the manager, but then Nelson Cruz drops a fly ball on you. you and I'll hold it against him yeah. for the rest of my down life. Your yes. children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what about you, Rob? I mean, always ownership and management with the Mets. Like, I feel like there's a thing that I, I was thinking about this after Scherzer signed. That there's a great Onion headline from like after Jason Bay signed with the team, and the headline is like, "Well, guess I'm a Met." Jason Bay says, <laughs> <laughs> and, and there's something I think that like it's just been bad vibes for long enough that like everybody that signs with the Mets, like, there's a reason why they get worse. It's like, and it's not just because like it's not fun to be there. It's because, like, Jeff Wilpon was, like, the fucking thinner curse on everybody that, that yeah. walked in there. Like, now they got a guy that's somehow even more repellent than that, but is rich. We'll see how that plays out. <laughs> uh, let's take a question from the, the live audience. Luis, you got anybody? All right, I'm going to walk Jasper. around. It's Jasper Wang. I'll walk right up here. There's Jasper. Say hello uh, to Jasper. We love yeah. Jasper. So if you could say, state your... N- <laughs> yeah, thank you. We're doing this live, so make... Brandon's life easy, so he doesn't have to edit this out tomorrow. So, yes, you know, make say, it Say your name and then ask your question. Hey, I'm Ben. Um, wh- not the best, not the worst, but what is the most average middle-of-the-road state? State? State. Steak or state? State. 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 You can also answer the steak question. Kelsey knows a <laughs> lot about like, this. I was like, hell yeah, let's yeah. go. <laughs> the most av- you average? Average middle-of-the-road state. Mm. Tri-tip. No, no. I wasn't paying attention. So not what were we talking about? state, but just a state that is like okay. 25. Number 25. Oh. Mm. oh that's interesting. I wonder if I've been to enough states to Illinois, I feel like is maybe. It's got a great it's city in it, though. It's got a great, but that's why I think it's in the middle. Yeah. Wow. I'm not saying Illinois it's the worst. Jesus here. Christ. I'm not yeah. saying it's the worst. State you are in the losing country, this crowd. But I need 24 <laughs> states behind it. Did Will yeah. Leach bring his family <laughs> to this con? <laughs> I'm trying to think. There's like states. Try not to upset them. There's states <laughs> I think of as being kind of cool. And then there's states that. You know what? This is maybe regional of me, but I'm, I'll say it Connecticut. Oh. That is, you know what? You think I Connecticut think is better than 24 states? I kind of think it's better than 24 states. 25 states? How does matter? Yeah, work? I don't know. It's like, it's in that, mm. I mean, like, it's not Hawaii. We all know that. It's so small. I feel like I should be doing this in a Francesa voice. I was like, well, Connecticut's Connecticut, okay? <laughs> like, it's shockingly It's awful. Indiana. It's shockingly awful to drive across Connecticut? Yes. It's the size of a fucking Lego block. And, and it, yeah, takes it takes six hours, hours to, to get yeah. across. It stinks. This is all an argument for bumping it down on the yeah, list. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and, like, my parents live near Hartford, and there's always traffic. And I'm like, nobody fucking lives. Where are all these cars coming from? Nobody fucking lives here. Why am I stuck? Like, I get angry. I'm like, on principle. Like, if I get stuck in traffic in New York, it makes sense because there are people in New yeah, York. Yeah, you're kind of asking for it. Yeah. yeah. That's a good point. But, you know, you get you get stuck in a traffic jam in Borough, Alaska. You're like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. like <laughs> no one's even supposed to be here. Right. You know. Kelsey, can I ask? It's not a state. Oh. Where do you put D.C. in your rankings? Oh, I've lived in D.C. for eight years. So that's the context yeah. here. By accident. Complete accident. I did not choose to live there. Um, <laughs> You're sort of disowning it. What? You're sort of disowning like like I'm currently I, it wasn't in my the choice to live here. Of leaving, She's on so her way out the door. Yeah, I'm on my way out the door. But I think that DC is a really great city and I think it's underrated. Um, everyone up here hates it, but it's because they only go to like the National Mall and to like terrible terror tourist spots. Uh, but I think it's pretty cool. I think it's probably in the middle, like Illinois. All right. <laughs> Someone so, also asked once, um, 
and I don't want to take, take away from the crowd, but someone asked what was the best state name, and like I thought way too hard about it for a time, and I, I realized that like Vermont was like, it had a French origin, so I keep thinking of it now as like Vermont yeah. in my head, and I'm like, that's so cool. Like, but, I, but if I started calling it Vermont, I'd be like the people who call Target Target, like I can't. Yeah. That's a classic annoying road trip move of mine, too, especially in the state of Maine, where my wife is from. And when we, that's the one place where I really drive. There's a lot of French place names there that are said in like a totally demented Mainer way. That <laughs> right, yeah. Nothing in common with the language. And so, like, any of this stuff, if I see it on a map, I'll be like, Calais, mais oui, bon, c'est bon ça. And she's like, Callus. It's Callus. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you got wrong now. <laughs> yeah. uh, who else has a question in the audience? Oh, uh, He's going. Uh, hey, guys. What's your All name? All right. Uh, so, uh, Michael, uh, I'm a Tottenham Hot Chicken when you see me on Defector. Anyways, uh, so this is actually partly for Kelsey. So you recently posted a oh, no. really, really great house. Oh, and yes. it has given me all the wants. I'm so sorry. So my friends, yeah, it's fine. Um, so my friends and I have been thinking about doing this idea of like a friend mansion sort of situation because oh, yeah. we're all like New York strivers and like we all have like, mm-hmm. like little ass studios or we're living with some weirdo that we don't like or whatever. <laughs> um, would it make sense to grab a place like that one? And if anybody doesn't know, it was six bedrooms, five bathrooms, six bedrooms, two five kitchens. Bath, it was 3,200 square feet. It was insane. $575,000? Oh, that's yeah. the one this week. Last week. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, in Manhattan money, that's nothing. That's um, pennies. Yeah. yeah. But, like, would it make sense to do some sort of, like, timeshare situation, friend situation where you live there when you want, but you don't have to be there, but you, like, have your own rooms? Is this an insanely bad, toxic idea, or am I on to something? Mm. The thing is, yes. Um, it it is a good idea in theory in that like being a landlord seems bad but like you could timeshare it out right so you could just go up when you want to go up but i do think that this will cause the complete dissolution of your friend group and also could create insane drama so if you do it um can you just give everyone my number (laughs) so that they can text me um because i your new podcast yeah i would like to know what right. is happening? That's there. right. Uh, we announced it today. Kelsey is the host of a new pod, Defector podcast called Normal Gossip. Yes. Yeah, so if you have any gossip, so we have Thank a podcast you. that can trace the violent dissolution of your friend group. Uh, yes. Yes. That's the goal: is to just trace the dissolution of friend groups and you know marriages, any other drama that you have. I will take wholesale from you. Um, but yeah, I I think it's a good idea, and I also. I'll just give my number to all of your friends because I want to hear about it. So you would buy the house? It's like a timeshare situation. You buy it, but then you share it, right? So the idea being... um, Oh, sorry. I was going to do all stage voice, but I don't have to. Uh, (laughs) The idea being that we would basically form... It's going to get really legally, sorry. Uh, we would for a, a, an and LLC a that would actually... Yeah, I know. Oh, Imagine yes. that. All right. Um, <laughs> so we would form an LLC that would purchase the house as mm-hmm. a company as a comp- so that everyone has a shared um, mm. financial you know, get to this it. This is like how the entourage crew would buy a house. Yeah. A thing I've learned about this from my uh, terrible and terrifying accountant, whose name is Rich. He lives in Las Vegas, so that's how you know is good. <laughs> Um, he told me that the problem with pro- buying property as an LLC is that you have to create a board for the company right. and that the board then controls the property, right? So then this is going to be a problem for you because I've already described that you're going to fall into a massive friend drama and then you could be kicked off the board. So yeah, that's just something someone's going to want to have kids and it's going to get all mm-hmm, screwy. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, consider the board. So I recommend it, but stack the board in your favor. Yeah, I was going to say, this is like a good idea mostly. I mean, it's nice to get the house, but like if you want your life to become like sort of a like mid-budget, maybe direct to HBO, maybe like Dan Stevens is in it where like yeah. someone gets murdered. Like this is a, a really good setup for that it's sort like of Hayden scenario. like Hayden Panettiere. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> Does anyone, has anyone ever here ever done like a summer timeshare somewhere? Raise your hand and then email me the listing. Mm-hmm. Right, so like, yeah, great. So I did in... Uh, I think like 2000 or 1999, my wife and I did a quarter share on the Jersey Shore, and I think it was, I think it's Spring Lake, is that the name of the Yeah, town? hell yeah. Oh. We love Spring Lake. And like... What's a quarter share? 
it was well. It's like you like if they ha- there are eight weekends, you get two of the weekends because you're. Oh, I see. Because okay. we we didn't have enough money. We were like, we don't want to pay that oh, much. Can we just have a quarter? Like I'm, we're. F- it's like asking for like a fucking egg white omelet. Like a, a <laughs> but you were young and whatever. Like, it's oh, like, okay, like you know, I, like I have a friend who's like, I'll have three egg whites and one yolk. I'm like, fuck off. Like that's <laughs> you're almost gonna get spit in. <laughs> so like anyway, we had we had the quarter share, but like arranging like oh what weekends who can go like yeah. who can go where and and what bed you're gonna um, sleep in mm-hmm. and like and like what happens if someone throws up in like the room that they're not sleeping in like who cleans up the bar <laughs> what? wait what it was the jersey shore everyone's like shit yeah. face just all the time but this why like, would you be throwing up in a room that you weren't staying in because you black out and you pass at out least you're not staying in there i, mean, I, I shouldn't have to educate you in the yep. In the etiquette. Also, it helps to have like a canonic understanding of young Drew, where he's just like, everything he ate came off a George Foreman grill for like three (laughs) years. Yeah. Like, er including like eggs. Like, you're just like, ah, it heats up. Like, let's get it. I remember one time I was waiting for a table in a restaurant with my friend, and they had free matchbooks at the counter. And I was like, duh. (laughs) And I, I picked up one of the. The matchbooks, and I, I made a hot foot. Like, I, I just lit the whole fucking matchbook on fire, like, right there in the wing. He's like, what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? And I was like, that was funny. <laughs> and I, I'm like 25 when I did. It's incredible. Just like yeah. an enormous eight-year-old who can, who can also drink. Yeah, Terrible. Afford liquor. Yeah. And then I, then I kicked the head off of every cutout. Yeah. <laughs> who has another question? Uh, we have another one from the stream. Oh, okay. Yeah, Luis has uh, one from the stream. Casey Ober asking, uh, what sports position, so goalie, pitcher, quarterback, etc., would you least want to be trapped in an elevator with? Oh. In an elevator with. Wow. While you guys are thinking about that, like, have, have you guys ever like said bye to a person you're going up in an elevator with, like a stranger, like like they get off at a different floor and you're like, See ya. like for for no reason at all, like yeah, like I've done that and then I'm like, why did I say goodbye to that per-? like that person? Doesn't know who the fuck I am. Like, I hit somebody uh, with a U2 after they said, enjoy your meal to me the other day. Oh, that was kind of you. <laughs> yeah. It was like an experience I hadn't had for at least like pre-pandemic that was like a once a week thing. Like someone's like, have a great day. And I'm like, I love you, mommy. <laughs> like, just, but, just, but you don't talk to as many people, so you don't make as many mistakes. I had forgotten how bad that feels. I, uh, <laughs> I, called, my, I called my wife when she was my girlfriend at the time and all oh, landline. Her roommate picked up and... And when the when I I said oh is my wife there and she's, or my girlfriend there and she's like no and I was like okay she's like bye and I was like bye and I said I, said, I love you and, I, <laughs> and, I, and, you and I called her back and I was fire. like listen I'm that was a reflex <laughs> and she's like it's okay it was a reflex <laughs> it's incredible you called back you like just wanted to something about awkward just thing that just happened I wanted to revisit that I am not. <laughs> I'm not trying to bang my girlfriend's roommate. I just want that clear. All right, so then who, which position would you least want to be stuck in an elevator? Oh, yeah, I've been thinking about this, and I think it's relieving pitchers. A relief pitcher? Yes. Mm-hmm. Just a lot of them. I would not like to be anywhere. Or oh, like multiple relief yes. pitchers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, that's I think they, they have such a like tense energy, and like uh, I don't want to be in an elevator with someone who is like, both has a tense energy and could be like, what if we all jumped at the same time? Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. I've already been over the Kyle Farnsworth thing. I think my answer is pretty obvious. But yeah, it's like relief pitchers, like late inning relievers, like guys that drink like whatever, 11 or 12 cups of coffee a day, but like for work <laughs> yeah, is a really unsettling thing. I remember Dave, our Dave McKenna does that. Yes, he does. But that's just, that's to get the posts out. Yeah. Do, he gets um, such an incredible deal on every cup. He's an athlete. So you guys think relief pitchers are more psycho than starting pitchers? I also think famously hockey goalies are the craziest people in sports, right? Is that oh, yeah. not ah, yeah. like, I don't know enough about like Lauren, you just make shame. some sort of woot if that's actually what people, there you go. All right. So that is like what people think. I like hockey goalies. I don't think that they would be stressful to me. They'd be like on their own. They'd just be like looking at pictures of snakes on their phone. (laughs) (laughs) They'd be really good at preventing you from getting out of the elevator. Yes. Yeah, that could be a problem. Subtly shielding you into the corner of the (laughs) elevator over and over again. You're like, son of a bitch. What is your answer, Drew? Uh, I I thought starting pitcher, because I'm just thinking about newly acquired Max Scherzer. Chill guy. We love him. He'd be like, he would be the guy. Long time listener of the pod. Like he'd, he'd be the would guy who would punch them. all the way through the door closed yes. button. Mm-hmm. Like, just, just, just breaking it. Just like, <laughs> I think he's one of those guys that's like, which is one of my favorite types of athletes to be, 
where he's like when he's pitching he is a psychopath like he's not like Arnold Schwarzenegger in Predator he's like Predator in Predator like that's <laughs> the mentality that he has but then like the rest of the time I think he's like a pretty normal like even maybe bookish type of dude yeah if you follow his wife on Instagram he posts a lot of re- she posts a really a lot of really nice photos of him just like holding his beautiful daughters and so I'm like you can't be that crazy you must be yep. But yeah, then after calling. the Mets sign, and there's all these like videos of him pitching, like like in between pitches, being like, "You fucker, you oh, mother, yeah. mother, fuck you." Like, well, like, the thing is, wife isn't gonna like 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 post an Instagram of him like sitting in the corner, like trying to psych himself that's up, a good like, point. listening yes. to like fucking Slayer and yep. shit. Yeah. Hmm. Have either have either of you ever? And I have not done this, even though I'm an idiot. Like, have you ever had to call from help for help from an elevator, or like have you ever had to press the stop button? Like any of like the in order, like the unusual buttons on the elevator that aren't numbers. The apartment I've lived in for eight years, the elevator is constantly breaking. Like I would say at least twice a month it breaks and like someone is in it and I just am like, now that I've said it, I'm going to be. I know. I feel the same week. way. I haven't yet. I'm going to respectfully decline to answer a, Drew's question because I can't take that it, risk. Like, stops at my floor and then it just sits there for like three minutes and I'm like, oh God, yeah, is this it? Am I going to be stuck in this elevator for the rest of my life? But I've been lucky so far. So I remember I worked next in, week. I'm going to blame you. I remember I worked <laughs> in an office once, and the the elevator door was open, but the car wasn't there, so it was the shaft. Oh and my they god! Had, they had tape. Huge in front of yikes! Because they were doing maintenance, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I felt like like I was like you know ten yards away from the elevator, but I was like, "One more step forward, and I am going to plummet." Who's next? Anybody else have a question? This hey, gentleman the, does. This gentleman the, does. There's a. Is Jasper here with the mic? He's back there. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Yes. Thank you, Jasper. Hi, I'm I'm Brian from outside of Hartford, Connecticut. Your mom says hi. Hi. <laughs> oh, thank you. Wait, what are you been doing with my mom? <laughs> <laughs> I had to get a lot of gas to get here. She was just she was filling up too. Um, at, on an average summer day at Yankee Stadium, what is the maximum number of beers you could knock out of patrons' hands before being escorted out of the building? Great oh. question. All right, wow. so oh, how many man. beers could you slap out of patrons' hands at Yankee Stadium before you are forcibly removed from Correct. Yankee Stadium? The new Yankee Stadium. Yeah, it's different <laughs> than the old one. <laughs> I think I could knock at least 50 beers out. You could do a lot. 50? Oh, yeah. I think if, like, wow. people, like, because when people stand up to cheer, you could just like yeah. three of them out and then you just switch sections wait so you're not and you just keep t- and then can, you're like oh my god I'm so sorry can we have bad. you do that that's what I was gonna post? say is that yeah, you just different, apologize because you could get like demure if you oh, needed yeah. to like I don't know how to do that <laughs> <laughs> like it would just be like I would get punched way sooner than you I guess is what I'm saying not to brag I don't know but it does seem like 50 is very high but I, I respect I your goal I setting there because I'm thinking not here's the math I did nine innings Two halves to each inning is 18. That means I only need to do like three beers every half inning to get Element. to 50. That's not even hard. When you put it like that, yeah, I could yeah, do 200. Whatever. It's easy. <laughs> but also think easy. about all the coincidences, like walking by people in the concourse, you could just knock them out, right? Like yep. on your way up the stairs. I think you could really get a lot. See, I, I, I don't know if I agree because like yeah, Yankee Stadium point. is like, well, you're, it's like Stalag 17. Like you, if you, if you, if you, if you exhale during God Bless America, they fucking throw you yeah. over the bleachers. How good are you at faking tripping? Oh, so you would have to be... You'd be oh, I think you could do a charade, you need, yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> you just fall up oh, to them, right? So, yeah. so you would... It's not, it's not blatant. You're not going up and being like, tough Fuck luck you, you fucko. Yeah. Yeah. No. What no. the five fingers say the beers? Yeah, it's definitely. Yeah, I'm that just, was when people stand up. I'm just gonna push their beers. Yep. Over. <laughs> I thought I see. I thought of it in the most like Yankee fan term possible, where it's just like, "Hey, you." Yeah. <laughs> Which is definitely again because it's Yankee Stadium. I was like, yeah. So that's what that's how you'd have to do it. Like, nice beer you got there. Right. Like, shame why I had to uppercut it. To yeah. The you got, like. But I assume the goal of this question is how? What's the maximum number you could get? Yes. But I we still all think agree even if I Yankee forcibly slapped be. cups out of people's hands, I think I could still get to five. Yeah. I met my first girlfriend in New York <laughs> at a party and I spilled her drink by accident. Rude. And I was like, I was like, that's the key. 
all you, and I told my friends, I was like, all you gotta do to meet girls is spill their drink by accident. <laughs> and that was like, that was like my advice. I had, <laughs> that was so stupid. I had a terrible roommate my freshman year of college, like potluck roommate. And she, we would go to bars and underage and she would be like, push me. She would stand in front of a guy she thought was cute with her drink in her hand and she would go shove me. And so I would shove her into him and then her drink would spill and she would be like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm so sorry. My roommate's such a bitch. And it had a, a 100% success rate. It incredible. Every single fucking time. It was incredible. I do recommend that if you're, if you're trying. I had no idea there was so much prop ones? comedy involved no, in meeting girls. it worked. And when you share a room at a university college, I was like, yeah, I want you to go home with someone else so I can have <laughs> our room to myself. <laughs> have oh, fun. That's, that's funny. The, uh, when the first time this person asked you to, I'm sorry to, yeah, go ahead. I, I do have some questions about it. <laughs> yeah, actually, so the first yeah, time that she told you to shove her, like presumably like you'd been to parties and stuff in high yeah. school, you were like a normal person, but were you like, Thank this you. is how they do it in college? Like you're like, oh, that's normal. I'm just going to get asked this all the time no, for the she, next four years. She, she was really smart. She was like, if you push me, he'll blame you, obviously, and not me. And then I'll already be really close to him and he'll take me home. And like, it, she was right. And so we, I tried it one time, and then when it worked, I was like, yeah, fair, whenever you want, just let me know. So she wanted you, so she wanted you to look as if you were deliberately pushing her. Like oh, yeah, like we were having a fight. And then she would be like, my roommate's awful. Oh, wow. And did she give you, like, a line to say? Like, did you have to say something before? Like, how dare you? You're like, really overestimating what college men yeah. are paying attention to. Yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah, that was that was the I imagine the stumbling block for you and me both in college is that just we had that reporter's mind. (laughs) (laughs) Why would that person show me? Yeah. Yeah. Well, wait. Before I do this keg stand. Yeah, you (laughs) never would have fallen for a very beautiful five-two girl being shoved into you. That never would have worked. (laughs) So she never gave you lines like. No, I just shoved her. It was very simple. But then she would say, yeah, she'd be like, my, my roommate. Yeah, she'd be like, oh, what she's a, awful. I shouldn't be alone right now. And then he'd be like, this I'm person's, so sorry. This person's 5'4". I'm scared yeah. of her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, protect me, fair protector. Uh, wor- it works. Do we have any, anybody else got questions? Uh, we have two people in the front, There's but a, where is the mic? I think Jasper has the mic. Ja- oh, all right, Jasper. Hi, Omar. Hi, Omar. Omar. I have a question. Um, so there are a bunch of like people in the U.S. who are like, the third or the fourth or the fifth, like there's that Texans receiver whose name I'm forgetting. Stetson Bennett the fourth. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So he my does not thing play is for like, Texas, unfortunately. Once you're like <laughs> third or fourth or fifth, you've established a pattern. But how much like balls do you need to like be name your kid like your name junior for the first time? That's like setting a precedent, mm. right? Is it is it weird? Is it normal? Is it cultural? That's my question. Is it weird what? To name your kids after yourself? Yeah. Is that the question? He's saying for the first one, right, to be like my child. Yeah, to is start LC the tradition, Jr., right? Instead of saying like, I'm the third, so you're the fourth. Wait, I think it's like that question. one more. I'm. So Drew, when a can you can, can you a woman sh- love each other? Can you just shove me into o- <laughs> just shove me into Omar so that I can. I can. <laughs> I, is this right, Omar? I think what he's asking is, it's easy if you're the third to name your child your name the fourth. It yes. is. But yes. it's hard if you're like, I just want to name my child after me. Yeah. Oh, so like, it's. Beginning you have to be the, the person to kick off yes. the, yes. the string yes. of numbers. Yes. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So, what did Stetson Bennett the first go through when he decided that there should be a Stetson Bennett the second? Mm. If I'm understanding the question correctly. Yeah. I think it's a very good question. Um, I, it does seem to be, again, I don't know, like, most of the people that I know that do this. Are, you know, are like pro athletes, but I always like it when, like a you know a player and like will add the senior to the back of their jersey, and I'm like yeah. that guy just had a kid. Like, there's yeah, kind of like, like ten years ago, like like Steve Smith did. Yes, it Steve, I think he was the pioneer on it. You, you know, you got handed. And I think in that case, it's like it just sort of tells you a little something about the mentality that that person is. Like Steve Smith being the first person to be like, there's a Steve Smith Jr. It's important enough to me that you know that, that I'm going to change the name on the back of my jersey. Like, that's, that Steve Smith mindset, to me, is like, I mean, I don't want to walk around like that 24 hours a day. I think it would be exhausting, but I think I respect a little bit of it here and there, for sure. What, what I've noticed is that, um, particularly in the waspy circles I run in, is that if, if there's like a, uh, a line of Grant Lee Buckington... Yeah, you know, I was going to say. Like, usually, like... 
usually like by the third or the fourth, they're named that, but they're not called that. It's yeah. like, yeah, yeah that, that's, that's Buckleyton, but everyone calls him Skip. Like, that's always yes. what, like, so it's like, it's like a formal thing, but they don't even fucking mean it. I don't, yeah. I don't have any kids, and this is a, a good reason why, but I think, <laughs> I think it would be really stress? funny to name your child, like, Gerald Buckington the Eighth. And it's just like not your name at all. Yep. <laughs> like it's like you're, you just have like, like my name is Kelsey McKinney, and I'm like, yeah, this is my son Gerald Buckington. Yeah. Well, also like I love the, him so much. Like when you got the Super Bowl numeral at the end of your name, that's not legal, right? That's not that doesn't show up on your driver's license, right? It's, I think it does. It's your oh name. God. Yeah. It, oh, does it does at least up till four, right? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's so a good yeah. point. I also I would like to know like like how far it's gonna go like like a hundred years from now like will Stetson Bennett like the fourteenth like like will mm. they, will it become like popes like, Stetson be, Bennett L like there won't be enough room like they'll have exhausted like too many Roman numerals it'll be too long yeah. for they'll have, they'll have to have wait to curve for like it on the back of his jersey right yeah. so they'll have to wait for like Stetson Bennett L like yep. to get the jersey like more economical again I do like the idea of and I admire aspirational naming everywhere I see it the idea of just like leapfrogging a few generations and being like, yeah, Why you're not? the, you're Who's the seventh check? now because like, that's the kind of family that, that I'm running yeah. in this household. <laughs> yeah. about excellence. I uh, also think it would be good to name like your three children, all the same name, but like first junior third. Yeah. Just to create true chaos. Well, George Foreman named all his kid, George. Yeah. yeah I respect And then that. Deion Sanders <laughs> named all his kids, a variation of Dion. There was like, I think, oh, like one of his kids was, I think one of his daughters was Deandra. Yeah. But with the the Dion was still spelled. Yes, like, I think I think, think that's Ru- good. Rugnet Odor's brother is named Rugnet Odor as well. <laughs> that's beautiful. Which I love. Why not? <laughs> he also has an uncle named Rugless. R O U G L A S. Love it. What a, just a little, just a little something from me to you. <laughs> you uh, who's next? <laughs> hey, that's a good moment to talk about our other podcast. Oh, all right. So before we go on with questions, so we told you about Kelsey's podcast, Normal Gossip, which premieres in January, but. That's not all, folks. There is another Defector podcast. What? I was not told of this. That's right. Starring uh, Samer Kalaf and Giddy Nathan. It's name dropping, and that also premieres in January. Uh, so we're going to have two, ding, ding, two new podcasts along, of course, with the distraction. So you'll have three Defector podcasts. Wow. And then we'll sell it to Spotify, and we won't give each other the You money. will never have to hear your thoughts again. Right. Yeah. And we'll never talk to you again, ever. <laughs> Everybody's moving to Austin. We're going to get so bad. No. Yeah. <laughs> We are. We are. All right. So who is next? We have we have some raised hands. Hey. Um, so hey, before, what's your name? Uh, that actually has to do with the question. So I'll, oh. let me ask the question first. Um, sure. I have the same name as a political commentator who's one of the most popular on Facebook, um, who I happen to disagree with on basically everything. Oh, no. and I imagine you guys do, too. Uh, so probably once a week I get asked, if not more, is that really your name? No way. Uh, either excited or disappointed or sometimes hard to tell uh so just my question is what would what would your advice be um for how to handle that and should i just change my name may, may i ask what yes. your name is my, my dan name is bongino ben shapiro Piro, i knew it. Huh. your name yep. is ben shapiro <laughs> okay my first piece of advice find giddy giddy is here somewhere okay great right. i'm like find him first um are are you married no. consider just getting married and stealing that person's last name <laughs> Because that's also the easiest time to change your name. They tell you. They're like, mm, you got to yeah. do it now or else. So consider that. That could work. I mean, as I don't a, think it's as unfortunate as, like, the Ravens announcer, Jerry Sandusky. Like, remember, yeah. like, that poor bastard? Yeah, that's bad. And it wasn't even, he was, he was G, he was Jerry with a G, not with a J, but nobody gave a fuck about that. They're like, oh, my, you piece of shit, you belong in jail. And he's like, he is in jail. <laughs> I am not. Did you think Jerry Sandusky was just posting about like Latavius Murray getting more touches? <laughs> <laughs> like, the, <laughs> you got him. Uh, I don't. I don't think he has to change because Ben Shapiro is. I think there are many Ben Shapiros out there. But do you want to change your name? No, you shouldn't oh, have to. Okay, like that's it's, the, it's the Michael Bolton conundrum. Why should you? He's the one who sucks. <laughs> yeah. So I can speak on this a little bit as somebody whose name is David Roth and that's old right. enough. To have been alive for, like, peak Van Halen. Um, <laughs> in the same way that I was at no risk of being mistaken for David Lee Roth because I was small and uncharismatic. <laughs> I was, like, nine, you know? Like, this is a visual medium. People can't see this. Like, you're a, a handsome, tall, drink-of-water guy. You speak at a normal, even slowish pace. 
like no one is gonna like be like, oh yeah, that's that's the Ben Shapiro. He's like way taller and more normal seeming than I thought he would be. Uh, it does. I definitely know the feeling. I mean, like I mean, I think David Lee Roth is is cool. I've, I'm you know, no offense to all the the Van Hagar and Van Chiron heads in the audience. <laughs> they're out there. They're real. And they're vicious. But I think that like. Yeah, man, it's it's yours to own. You shouldn't have to do like Benjamin Shapiro. Like that's not like whatever. He is the one who sucks. Be proud of who you are. <laughs> also, I might be wrong in this and you can disagree, but I feel like someone like Ben Shapiro is known mostly by like internet poison brains, yeah. like exclusively. Be yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if he's saying he's saying if he's in the South, people are like, "Hey, have you considered just playing that off and then being like, you know what I think is really cool? Communism. <laughs> <laughs> I think it could be good, and then just create pure chaos for yeah. Ben Shapiro, right. and then maybe he will change his name. Right. If you're like, <laughs> actually, or if you're like, actually, I'm Ben Shapiro the Eighth, and yeah, oh, that. that's also good. Yeah. <laughs> ben Shapiro. No, my the, father. Was everyone ben just Shapiro. calls me like Lawn. <laughs> Crunch, like nobody. Once you get up to the A's, yeah. All right, uh, we have one more. Should we do one more person? We'll do one more person, and then we're gonna party. Does that sound good, everybody? Yeah. All right. All right. All right. This is a lot of pressure. Uh, I'm Alex, and what? Alex, you sound like Luis. Is that Alex McElroy, the author of the Atmospherians acclaimed novel? Yeah, yeah. Wow, neat. Well, book. consider by the Atmospherians yeah, yeah. for your friends for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, yeah, my Alex. question is, what did you think of the Atmospherian? <laughs> <laughs> no, I loved it. It was is, better than Cats. I'm going to read it again and again. Uh, my question is, what professional athlete most reminds you of your dad? Oh, wow. Wow. Terrific. What professional athlete? Do you mean in terms of looks, temperament, or just... Great question. Great follow-up. We used to always joke that our, my dad looked like Fred Flintstone, and so he'd be like Barney, my pebbles, and like he'd be like, guys, <laughs> but but Fred Flintstone. Like, you just haven't happening. seen that many adults. <laughs> I'm trying to think. It's funny because my my dad doesn't give a shit about sports. Yeah, so. this is hard because my dad's like 79. He looked well, it like doesn't have to be your current like your dad. I know, and I'm trying age. to go off his vibe, but he was always like, this is harder. When he was younger, my dad looked a lot like Dustin Hoffman. Now he looks a lot like the late. Edward Herman, who you might know from, <laughs> from Gilmore Girls. Neither one of those guys comes with like an easy scouting comp where you're like, you're like, oh, like the guy, you know, the NFL quarterback that looked like Edward Herman. Who's the guy I'm thinking of? This is a challenge. I was not, a really that was a rhetorical question. question. I don't I'm sorry, know. Sorry, Alex. I cannot, because I would think of my dad, I would equate him to like a coach. Yeah. 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 But, I ne- but now I'm, I have to think about, like, I, I never, mm. the problem is I never traditionally. Was like, oh, he, he reminds me of Newt Rockney. Like, I, I wish that were the case. But. I think I actually have an answer. I thought about it. Oh. I think it's. I think that this answer also obtains now too. That it's uh, that it's Keith Hernandez, and this Ooh. is not. <laughs> <laughs> and this is not to say that my dad was like he's never had a mustache. Uh, I don't think it would suit him. But in terms of like when I was little, what I thought was cool about Keith Hernandez, who was like my first favorite baseball player, was like he was super good, but he was also super intense and like always like fucking on it and like yelling at guys and stuff like that and not having fun. And it's not to say that my dad is, you know, a fun loving man, but like there was an element of like that intensity where I was like, that's how you're supposed to be. Like just like the way that my dad, like every time he, we have to drive to the mall. <laughs> He treats it like we're fucking storming the beaches at Normandy. Like, it brings <laughs> the same level of seriousness to it. And now that Hernandez, who's become, I think, is a very good color commentator, who also I'm terrified of what he's going to say every fucking time he opens his <laughs> mouth, that is the experience of talking to my dad now in this moment, too. Because it's just like, you never know. He's, he's changing subjects. At, you know, if you've, like, watched a lot of Biden game tape, you're kind of there. Where, like, suddenly he's talking about cars and you don't remember how he got there or whatever. <laughs> Which is the age, I think, but it is like, yeah, so I, I will say Keith, and I mean that as a compliment to, to both men, whom I admire and fear in equal measure. Because does anyone spring to mind about your old I, man? Yeah, I'm just going, I'm just running through like second basements in my head. <laughs> um, 
I don't actually remember if my dad played second base like in high school, but he seems like a second baseman, right? Like he's got like a lot of utility, but not like a shortstop kind of player. Um, you, I'm getting also like a decently tightly wound sort of energy there. Yeah, but not in like the scary way. Yeah. Mm. I don't, I can't. I have to say, Walt Kelsey think of any good about, ones. Like when you, when you ask the question, Alex, like now I'm just picturing my dad with the half Bose headset, like just chewing the shit out of refs. And I'm thinking like, he'd be really good at that. Like, like he wouldn't know dick all about football, but if like Sean McVay was like, I need a designated yeller coach, like to shit on the refs, like my dad would be really good at that. <laughs> this is such, such an awesome opportunity to realize that your dad is actually like Monty Kiffin, like in front of a bunch of people. You're like, oh my God. It's like... <laughs> It's okay, though. He doesn't listen to the podcast. He won't. He won't. Oh, yeah. My parents can't, like, do that. So I, this is all fine. Yeah, we're good. My dad found out that I compared him to Keith Hernandez. He'd probably be like, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should end the, end the podcast. Oh, do you want to end the right, podcast? we could, yeah. Does that sound good? Everyone want, you want ready to party? Party time? Wait, that wasn't enthusiastic enough. Is everybody ready to party? party. Oh! oh. oh Now's the time where you read the credits, though. This yeah, is what yeah, everybody read wants. The credits. Wait, hang on a second. So, hey, this show is produced by Brandon Nixon, Corinne Wallace, Daisy Rosario is our executive producer. Our theme song is by Kirk Hamilton. The immortal Kirk Hamilton. People got mad about that. Only on Stitcher Premium. Thanks to us, you can get a free month of Stitcher Premium right now. Just go to stitcherpremium.com and use the promo code Distract. Distract. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe wherever it is that you listen. You go subscribe to Defector.com while you're at it. And subscribe also to Normal Gossip and the Name Dropping, the two new Defector podcasts, which are subscribable right now. You can listen to the trailers, too. And thank you to Caveat for hosting us. We actually will be back, I believe. Yeah. And, so, and thank you to all of you yeah, for coming seriously, out tonight. Thank you very much. Because we're a fantastic audience. Thank Incredible so sickos. Have a great night. We'll see you out. We'll see you out on the floor. <laughs>